Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast in today's episode. Um, before before I say anything about today's episode, uh, it's the first episode I'm wearing a hat. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, that's pretty funny because the the story about that is is that I've been out most of the day and yeah, I just wore a hat, so I thought I'd just wear it on the podcast. Um, so yeah, so that's a st- funny story. But today's episode, I'm joined with Laura. Um, and today Laura's going to be sharing her journey with arthritis. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm going to head. I'm going to let Laura you introduce yourself before I introduce yourself for you. So, <laughs> uh, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, I'm Laura. I'm 38. I'm from Ireland. Um, and I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2020. Yeah. And that's where the fun started. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the long road of fun. <laughs> mm. The never ending um journey of UC for yeah. me. Crohn's yeah. view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All in the same boat. Um unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Um so in the summer of um twenty twenty, um it, it must not have been the best of times because like, like like you said before, it was like with all the lockdowns were going on. Um mm. and Do you know what though? I found um I found coming out of the lockdown actually more difficult because I was obviously flaring really bad. So while I was in lockdown, I was at home. So I had no work like I wasn't working, I didn't have anywhere to go or anything much to do or a reason to leave the house. So when lockdown ended and I was still obviously in a massive flare, I was like, oh, crikey, here we go now. I'm going to have to start planning my days that bit more, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was just like being thrown into the deep end, mid flare and like, oh, OK, I need to figure out now anywhere I go, there's going to be a toilet um, that people understand what like sometimes I have to cancel or, you know, life gets back to normal, like. I'm a self-employed hairdresser, so trying to my obviously there was no hair colouring and cuts during lockdown. So everyone was like desperate for that. And I'm trying to explain then that I'm kind of sick as well. And yeah, the messages were just like I couldn't even control the amount of messages coming for bookings and I'm trying to juggle everything. So it was coming out of lockdown was actually I found much more difficult. Um but like everything else, you just get used to it again. Yeah. I think that I think that too, you know. Like I think lockdown coming out of it was more difficult for you because um they just pass it so 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 like forget about everything that's yeah. happened. Um yeah. and and that's what it's been like for people who are not maybe got conditions that suppose yeah. their system. Um, yeah. It's, it's like yeah, that's been kind of a blur for people now I want to want to forget about that time oh it's just like a distant memory now isn't it yeah. and I always complain because like obviously we continue to get older and I'm like that's just so not fair because we've lost so much time and doing so many things but anyway um that's just me complaining about getting older <laughs> not to do with anything else yeah. um so yeah, I was diagnosed in the summer of 2020. Things just went from being extremely normal um to going complete opposite. Like my I never had any bowel issues. I was quite healthy. Um worked a lot, like just lived my life, traveled an awful lot, um, and spent so much time socializing. Like I'd be a very outgoing person anyway. Um, so I was out one day with my friends and I was like, you know, these, like, I've been getting a lot of blood, a lot of urgency. I didn't know. And they were like, oh, maybe it's, you know, hemorrhoids or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, probably is, you know, and just continued. But the weeks passed and I'm like, okay, this isn't going away now. I need to go to the doctor. So went to the GP, she did her usual little kind of general checks that they do and was like, no, okay, it's not hemorrhoids, you need to go to a specialist. So I actually got seen, I was quite upset actually because I was thinking the absolute worst. You know, when you look things up on Mr. Google and all these symptoms, 
I was just I was so I was like in a state in in the doctors so she um referred me as urgent so I got seen had the colonoscopy very blatantly obvious that I had ulcerative colitis um the last 14 centimeters of my bowel was completely inflamed um with ulcers and all the rest of it so it explained everything so I guess I was kind of happy in one way that I knew what it was you know um so I, I was I was diagnosed quite quickly. I know a lot of people, especially like even people like you with Crohn's, maybe it takes a whole lot longer and maybe it's more trickier. I'm not sure, but I think I was quite lucky getting diagnosed. Um, And then like the normal MRI scans and all of that. So I started steroids straight away. Like I genuinely didn't know or what ulcerative colitis was. I would have briefly heard of Crohn's disease but I never knew in depth what it was either um so that was a a huge just a huge thing for me to understand that this is here it's not going away but we're just going to try and control it so I could you're probably going to be like bored of my entire story because there's just so much happened in such a short space of time but um so I went on steroids, nothing happened. Maybe things improved a little bit, like I lost a, a good bit of weight. Um, then Christmas came and, you know, you're trying to go on and continue to like socialize and all the rest of it. People never heard of it either. Like they didn't understand. They thought it was just usual like IBS or like stomach problems or, you know, but you look fine and it's amazing what a bit of makeup or your hair can do, you know, that kind of way. So but I knew deep down I wasn't okay. Um, so obviously that failed. Um, and then I was back and forth to the hospital the whole time. Like it was literally going from bed to the hospital, to the chemist, to home. And that was, that was it. Like, um, so then they decided to put me on biologic. Um, so I started on Amjavisha. Um, that's what you're on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I started on that and I stayed on that for I think it was 16 weeks, but nothing improved at all. So unfortunately. So they said they'll move me to Infliximab. Um so I was on Infliximab for another period of time. Things improved a little bit with the loading doses, but I found as things kind of mellowed out then. Um it just things were just returning. Um more steroids again like at this stage I think we could all be like IBG nurses and doctors you know <laughs> like it's just become so normal um and then unfortunately infliximab failed and I ended up in hospital um my calprotectin was like over 2000 I think at the time and I can remember the doctor coming into me and he's like you know talking as if like it's fine you know, we'll just remove that part of your of the disease bowel and you'll be fine. And I'm like, this is actually quite a big deal for me. You know, I've bloody been suffering so long. And it's just like he comes in, it's just like five minute conversation. So it was just a whole other just thrown up in the air again. So I was on steroids in hospital. I was kept in for I think it was a week. Um and then I started another biologic Stellara. Um, which was my like saving grace. Uh, have you only been on one biologic actually? Did I ask you that? No. Um, I it's, it's funny you say this because um, I was on infliximab first. Um, ah, okay. Um, but but my consultant, well, they they wanted me to be on Himera. I mean, I'm TV to first, mm. and I said I said I don't want to be on that. I, I because I've only been diagnosed that long. And, mm. and and I wanted to be in hospital while I was getting treated first because uh, Hamira, like, I still don't inject myself. <laughs> like, you're not. No. Some people can do it, uh, yeah. No, um, but, um, yeah, I, I had I had my injection today. But with the um, infliximab, I was on that a year and um, oh. I, I had a reaction on the ninth infusion. It might have been the tenth, oh. ninth or tenth. Um, but the what it was, it was the loading doses, like um, first fifteen minutes, and 
it weren't it yeah. weren't fr- it weren't friendly um and then yeah literally I just didn't take that again um and then okay been on Homero ever since yeah, those those 15 minutes like they almost freak you out don't they because they're like watching you and you're almost like watching your body or waiting for something to happen um yeah when they mention that it's a bit like mm. but um so yeah I was put on Stellara in hospital and that was amazing I literally that was August last year and I just got back to normal so quickly like I couldn't believe it like I was almost afraid to say I was feeling okay because in case things just came crashing back down again um and then in January this year I just started noticing symptoms again like blood was returning I was very fatigued like I'm anemic anyway so I get iron infusions every couple of months anyway but I do you know the way you just know yourself when things just aren't right so I went in for another sigmoidoscopy and um everything the inflammation was really active they um the inflammation had spread from say the 14 centimeters last 14 centimeters of my bowel to now 20 centimeters so they just whipped me off stellara straight away they're saying as much as it was amazing obviously it's starting to fail now you know and because I had been so sick they didn't want me to go back to that you know um so they they did act fairly quickly um and I was put on Rinvoc then which is a tablet a day um, and I've been on that now 12 weeks so far and I am touching wood now again but it's been amazing like I've just felt completely back to myself again so if I can get like I was six months on Stellara um, if I can beat the six months on this uh, it's going in the right direction but I just I do get nervous because obviously biologics run out don't they so like you only have so many options and I'm on number four, so, but I'm always uh, a glass half full type of person, you know, I'd rather just think of the positives, and we yeah. have to, we have to, like, you know, yeah. it's either that or you sink, and I know we can all sink, but you, you just have to think of the positives, and kind of drive on, and deal with what you can, you know, mm-hmm. Um. so that's where I'm at with my medication at the moment and I feel pretty good um I feel like my calprotectin was over 2000 it's now at like 110 as of this morning actually so I really couldn't ask for it to be any better at the moment yeah it is it is good when we when we find something that's working for even a little bit Mm. um um that can it can be very nice um feel that way um when you're not used to it sometimes yeah oh 100 100 like and like Rinbrock is only quite new on the market actually and I was surprised us in like the small country of Ireland managed to have it I was hmm. quite shocked because I think it's only coming out in the UK now um soon I don't even know if it's out yet and the yeah. states as well so i'm just thanking my lucky stars that we managed to, we do have it in this country um yeah but yeah that doesn't take away from the fact that i hope like i do hope that it comes out in other places because i do feel that it 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 works so quickly compared to other biologics where you have to wait like the 12 weeks or whatever you know so um yeah, big up to Rinvark, <laughs> keeping me stable yeah. at the moment. Well, is, that, is that a tablet you have to take then? Um, yeah, so is... like the, for the first eight weeks, it was like a loading dose tablet, so just a stronger version, um, like 45 mgs or something. So just one tablet a day, I'm down to 35 now. After eight weeks, you kind of go on to a maintenance um, dose. So yeah, so far so good. Um. I just don't want to jinx myself, but yeah, I'm happy and I'm feeling good at the moment. Yeah. Do you, I, do you I monitor it every two weeks? Yeah. So you take that every two weeks or is it every day? Uh, no. So the tablets every day and then every, well, it's gone to every four weeks now because I've kind of improved so much. I just need to go get the bloods, you know, to check the liver function and hmm. 
the CRP levels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Phone cards can be a pain going for blood tests. <laughs> oh, really? You yeah. just don't like the injection or the needles, yeah. do you? I, I don't mind them. Um, it's 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 just like going to hospital. Like it's not it's not the most like best place you want to be all the time. <laughs> no, it's actually the worst, isn't it? Yeah, that sick feeling in your stomach, like as if we're as if we don't suffer enough with our stomachs anyway, and then going in there, it's like oh, it'd give you the shivers, like yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, you have, a, you have a conversation with with the nurse who's doing it. Um, so I, I remember the last conversation. It was actually pretty funny. Um, I when I last went for my blood test, um, no, I, 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 there, there was a new nurse that I haven't seen before because I know most all of them, and then yeah. this nurse saying, um, "Have you had a good day?" And I said, "Yeah, I've had a good day." Um, have you? And then the nurse says, "Um, yeah, like, um, because it it was half term at the time." And I said, are you, are you joined the week? Are you going to have a good weekend off? I said, I said uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still working all week. And, I'll... and then, and then she mentioned, I, I finish in a minute after I've done you. And oh, well, that's good then. You, you're going to finish. But then, <laughs> long story short, my, my arm gets bruised. Like uh, later on, you know when you notice it. Like yeah. sometimes when your arm's bruised from a blood test, and I was like, it's bruised. And then it, it was a bit sore. But yeah. Um, I, I do and so I do they if they talk I will talk back um, yeah but I am one that I just wanted to be over and done with. in a um, yeah yeah in a, yeah as fast as possible I've managed to find one nurse all right I just I even know her first name is Katie and she gets it in my arm first go every time because I have like zero veins they'd be doing on my hand they're it's terrible but she just is amazing so I'm like is Katie arranged you know please in and out no bruises perfect yeah um but yeah so that's it bloods again in two weeks yeah like when I was near enough starting those I was up there nearly every literally every two weeks I was up there yeah. on blood tests I don't go as much now um, yeah but when I do go, like I've always worn my mask. Um, anyway now. Um, yeah. Um, just especially in hospital. Um, yeah. Everyone goes. Anyway, out. like exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you still wear space. masks now in the UK in hospitals. Um, you don't really it, it like it, if I remember no, not as much now. Then not not like you'll see maybe the old few wearing them. Yeah. Um, like wearing the mask but no like I not it's not as it's, it's not as good as it was like uh it, here now like I think from like the end of April it was like yeah masks aren't mandatory anymore but I just think in our in our positions where your immune system is already so low it's best to wear one <laughs> you know you're in a hospital where there's so much going on mm-hmm. um yeah I'd still wear mine as well just yeah. to be safe, to be safe. But I sometimes do take like risks with if I want to do stuff. So if I want to do something I like to do and it is a bit risky for maybe a lot of people, I'll I'll still do it <laughs> if I'm doing okay for my crimes. Yeah, I do too. Like you, we're we're still trying to like you're trying to navigate everything and do the best you can. But like we have to live as well, you know. And before the pandemic, nobody in our situations wore masks anyway. You you just have to protect yourself as best you can, you know. Um, but yeah, and life does have to get back to some normality. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to be going in crowded places. It's hard to avoid that forever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, I, I've been quite lucky. Like, <laughs> I've, I've never had... Covid. Um, Me too. Uh, oh yeah, I haven't. So yeah, I'm avoiding everything all these years, and then um, mm. like, like, yeah, like I've known people have it seven or eight times. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Like maybe I was always wondering because since obviously getting ulcerative colitis in uh, the middle of the pandemic, I was like, oh sure, look, I'm definitely going to get it now. You know, I have no immune system. 
and it's 2023 and I still haven't had it. I'm like, you know, what's going on here? Like, you know, but yeah, I guess we're just lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we yeah. are because yeah. it's like, there'll, there'll be situations where, like, let's say if someone sneezes and I'll, I'll be running. Like, yeah. It's, it's just those things like that. And then and then yeah. people will be like, it's in the air. And then that's the whole point. It's in the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're just spraying everywhere. But, like, things like even going up escalators, I never did it anyway. But, you know, I just wouldn't hold on. It's just, I don't know. I just wouldn't. It's just drilled into me because there was always so many germs on them anyway. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, I uh, when I was a long time ago before I Crohn's, I I I fell down the escalators once. Oh jeez. Um, and that 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 even before when I was younger, I've, I've the whole of my life I've always been like I'm, I'm hygienic, so I, I I wouldn't touch that anyway because you just know how many people are touching it. Um, yeah. Um. So. I I had really long trousers on. It was my own fault, really. So um, I, I tripped down the escalators. Everyone's moving out of the way. <laughs> um, the like everyone on the escalators are moving this way. So like I'm going this side, falling down, and they're doing this. So I, I I'm like, I'm please coming. don't move. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking, like, please, can someone stay there so I don't fall down anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, I'm I'm treated. Uh, I cut cuts everywhere. Um. Okay, that yeah. could have been really, really nasty, yeah. like. Yeah, it, it 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 wasn't nice, but uh, oh, <laughs> when I was down and I was seeing people, like, oh, it, it you kind of feel like you know sometimes when you're crossing the road and yeah, like where, where cars don't stop for you, um, yeah, sometimes, yeah, um, and then you're like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's how I felt. That's how yeah. I felt there. <laughs> so Mason, do you hold on to the escalator now though? On a rare occasion, I'm, 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 like, if there's a situation where I am gonna probably fall, or if I fear about falling, I, I yeah. might. Yeah. Or uh, just like you know, I just pull up my sleeve and just hold on then. But yeah, I, okay. I'll put a wipe on it maybe. Um, but another thing, I don't know if you noticed, like, but um, like when you know when people were eating. Um, like maybe a, a a burger van or a hot dog van. Um, you, you'll see like the ketchup on the side, and then you'll see maybe see the mustard. Yeah. Well, and then you'll see them. Um, I I, I advise this. I, I I'm quite interested in it because just uh, just see how it's like a game. Like how many people are going to wash their hands before they've eaten? It. So you you'll see a person touch the ketchup. Yeah. Put, put it on the bun or burger mm-hmm. or hot dog whatever, mm-hmm. what what they're eating, and then. They'll eat it. They'll lick their fingers and everything. And Straight then they, yeah, oh, they won't God. wash their hands. They won't wash their hands. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't do that. Like, that's how, that's yeah. why we're in the pandemic. That's how we got here. Like, all these people not washing their hands. And that's such a simple thing that you just wouldn't be thinking of, like, willy nilly, you know, like, but you're right. Like, you're so many people touching it. And then that's literally going into your mouth. Like, yeah. oh, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like I I was at um so I have a season ticket for uh at the football and um I I the first time I've been in Asia because I haven't gone because literally people and like I went when they was wearing wearing masks but no masks anymore so it's harder. Um so I before the game start I was thinking I want to get a pie and I I, I want to get it. um yeah. and then I didn't purely because I go there. And then the lady who's serving has a touch of money and um, she goes on the burger, no, 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 the pie, sorry, fills it if it's hot or not. Um, oh. And then um, I'm not having it anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, I see, yeah, things like that now as well would get to me. Like it would kind of almost turn your stomach in a way, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, and I, they, 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 I always spot these situations. Like there was a situation where I went on a, a restaurant called the George, and then on this special occasion, I had a I had a gin, um, and um, I, I I I ordered it, and then at the bar, I watch what they do because I, you've got to be really, like 
you got you know if you get a drink out and you have ice in it or they put salad mm. in your drink maybe like a lemon or something mm. like that you got to be yeah i would advise anyone especially if you're in no compromise or you've got crimes or colitis um mm-hmm. I, I advise you to actually watch them do it because if i didn't watch them do it like I, what happened was he's touching money and you know you have tongs to put yeah the that's in. what i'm thinking yeah yeah. Sure. yeah 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 but he didn't do that he used his hands oh, and and he put it in the drink and then i actually waited till he actually done it because I, I i uh, uh he was a manager as well he, he was training someone next to him um yeah. and i said why did you not use the tongs what they why are they there and i said um well um, i had too much in my hands I, I, he didn't he, he had nothing in his hands um so he had to do it again and and watch them you could probably almost see it happening yeah. like you know yeah. are you yeah but, but, oh, yeah but yeah he should have got in trouble really for that because um that's about hygiene like when you do this of catering. course it is that yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah, like people eating it. But if you think about it, and all these meals, you don't know what they're touching, do you? Mm. Like, like, if you're ordering something in a restaurant, you don't know what they're doing with the hands. I know. Not, I know. Probably most of them aren't. But thing is, if they're doing it maybe with food, it's a bit better because maybe all the germs are burning when they're on the plate on their cooking. Because it's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's a, it's a it's a bit... I, I always like to eat ice. I don't know. Whenever I get a cold drink, I always like to eat it. But um, when I see people do that, it just puts you off. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, big no-no. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, But, but yeah, like, I, I, I just thought people automatically do that and you didn't have to tell them <laughs> when yeah. you're not working there. Yeah, no, yeah. and the likes of that manager that like picked the lemon up with a hand, like if he's doing that in front of a customer, you'd be saying, "What in the name of hell is he going to be doing?" You know, if someone's not watching, oh, yeah, sorry, no, nope. yeah, yeah, it's nice. it, it, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, like there are people out there will do that, and they won't, they probably won't care. They just they, they don't care exactly. That's exactly it. They just don't care. You know. Yeah. The yeah. way they look at it is like, yeah, you want a drink? I'll get you yeah. a drink. <laughs> this is just how it is. <laughs> yeah. And what they're thinking, never mind, you're just moaning at me. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're drinking it, not me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say, yeah, so it's, it is it is crazy when that stuff happens. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's always good to look at them when they're doing that kind of stuff because... You get them in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you might even get a free drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They say you take my, you take the money off, um, and then you can have a free one. Yeah. Yeah. Win-win. It's a win-win. Yes, Everybody, yeah. watch the barmaids and the bartenders in future. I will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, they, it's it, 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 like. I was only at the bar because I was helping. I, I wouldn't actually gone to the bar myself because I was with family, but I, mm. I chose to. Um, I said, I'll, I'll get a drink. And then I see that and I was like, what's the tongs? I, just, I, can't, I can't. But Yeah. Yeah. Just as well you went because somebody else mightn't pay attention, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. So with your diagnosis of ulcerative colitis, um, so like, do you remember what your kind of, first reaction was when like you were diagnosed um because you wouldn't have known about it a lot so like um what do you was you kind of sad like what was you really sad about getting diagnosed right in all honesty I was a little bit relieved because I thought the way the like I thought because I had every symptom for bowel cancer that that could have been a thing and when I was in the doctor's office that day she examined me she obviously couldn't tell me yes or no either but understood that everything all like all the symptoms were the same so I was absolutely petrified um so when they said ulcerative colitis I was like okay no idea what it is but 
if it's treatable and I can kind of work with it or whatever, then I genuinely was just relieved. Now, in saying that, I didn't realize how severe it can become and what it would entail had, you know, things just get pro progressively worse if it's not treated and not under control. So, but when I was first diagnosed, I just, I was relieved, really. Yeah, I was. I was relieved. And right now, obviously, I know how severe it can become and how ill somebody can become. That maybe had I known about ulcerative colitis as much as I know about it now, I would have been devastated, you know, because it's still not a nice thing to get, is it? So, but yeah, the way it's worked out has just been like stepping stones, like just constantly learning. Like I... I would be the type of person that would like, I need to know everything. Yeah. So when I was diagnosed with it, I, and I still do it. Like my IBG team just know me by first name. Like I know them by first name. Um, Some of them we email and it's almost like we're friends. Um, They understand that like I'd become anxious if, you know, things and they're straight on the phone or, and for me, it's just all about not being afraid to speak up you know um and not to be afraid to ask a million questions i've said this before like you know it's your body you only get one so if asking a few awkward questions and you feel uncomfortable asking them but you know you want to know the answer then do it and that's exactly what i always did and i still do and i can probably be annoying for them i don't think so but like i, I ask legitimate questions but Maybe that's how it feels to some people and then they shy away and they won't ask, you know. So I'm always like, please just like vouch for yourself, you know, advocate for yourself, ask all the questions. Um, and that's why I always say like my DMs are always open. I chat to so many people suffering or, you know, doing well and whatever. But I just love communicating about it. So um, and just getting it out there and like. I know people don't like speaking about the, the bowel or poo or whatever, but like it's life, you know, we all we all do it. We all have to deal with it. So um, just to normalize it a little bit more, you know what I mean? Like and not a, not to be a big stigma around it. That's that's kind of what I'm about is just. Just normalizing it and not being afraid to speak up. That's it. Yeah, because mm. like. I, I'm always curious. It's weird because I'll ask, I've asked like people that have crimes, like, what average do your time, or how many, that, like, how many times do you go to the toilet a day? And, uh, like, a week even. And, yeah. and, so, and I've had, like, a friend said to me, I only go maybe once or twice a week. And I said, wait, what? Like, like, I go, like, maybe not as bad as maybe some with IBD, but I'll, I'll I'll have like a set time I I plan on going, and and I would want to go at that time. And if I've gone on any more, there might be something wrong. Um, but yeah. it is it is it, it is um it is one of those things where um it's important to talk about because yeah it, people may not like it. Um, mm -hmm. it's something we all do. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're doing it since the day you were born. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like, don't get me wrong, I was obviously uncomfortable as well at the beginning because a person without this disease will probably feel a little bit uncomfortable. But I just find when you have it, it's the people that don't have it as well needs a lot of education, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, as of as of now, I I would have no problem speaking openly to anybody about it, you know. Um yeah. Never thought I'd probably sit in a podcast and speak about it if I were if I go back five years ago. <laughs> but like that's what happens when you're diagnosed with like this disease. So it is what it is. We gotta we gotta play the cards we were dealt. You know? We yeah. We have yeah. we gotta decide about it. Um like I, I didn't think that either. I, I never thought I'd even have a podcast. So um since 2020 actually when i started mm -hmm. doing it and i never really heard of it myself um are you 
three years are you doing the podcast three years yeah the 2020 wow. um i think close i think it was march or april time it might have even been june i think it was june um but yeah i started it and i decided to i speak to myself at the start so i not not a clue what i was doing um and then have a logo made, changed half a dozen times, but uh, and a name, um, doing different series about different things, um, and yeah, I've, it's it's great. Yeah, it, it and, great. and it is how the world is going. Like as I was saying to you earlier, like you know, people are out for a walk now, and it's a podcast. You know, it's brilliant. Um, what you're doing is amazing, especially in communities like this for like invisible diseases because. It's just normal, like chat, and I think it's very relatable to some people. So, hmm. yeah, amazing. Yeah, because it's good when when people want to do it because like they're not gonna know you. Like I think it's good though because I I said that to someone the other day, like um, who has their own podcast and as well, and we were saying that um, it's it's good that when you speak to a stranger because they don't know anything about you, you don't know anything about them, and that you can yeah. literally talk about anything and not anything. feel bad. And we just sit here and speak about like poo and stuff, and that's totally normal to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like to us, it's fine. And maybe a friend of yours or a friend of mine, you talk about poo, they might mm. not like it, or they think, "Why are you talking about that for?" Oh, yeah, you're always going to get those people, aren't you? And then some days it's like, if only you knew half of what we go through, you know? Yeah. Like, if only you knew. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not nice. It's frustrating as well, you know, like, with people just thinking it's a, it's like an IBS or, you know, that kind of thing. And it's not until like even some of my own family members I get in trouble for saying this but like some of them even now still wouldn't understand the depths that IBD can get to you know um and it's very frustrating and I've retracted an awful lot because I just gave up I'm like right if there was something up with somebody really close to me I would personally take the time and research it and ask them about it and I'd want to know because if I can help you know those little things so there'll always be people that just are ignorant of it unfortunately mm. um and that's quite sad and annoying but yeah you can't make somebody you know no no we don't we, yeah you can't make someone if they don't want to have anything to do with it and you just know yeah. how, you yeah. just have the people around you who want to know about it or exactly um yeah, yeah because yeah it's, it's not the the best thing maybe to talk no, about like it can not. be really it can be really hard mm. um but i I remember, uh, like all these different questions, I you get asked, um, on on ED, like sometimes, but um, like with the well, one thing I don't like now, like uh, like we talked about germs earlier, um, is handshakes. Um, like um, oh, yeah. I, I I when someone gives me a handshake, I'll do something else. So I might do like an elbow. An elbow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, because, like, we I like, think I've done a handshake actually in so long. Yeah, like, I'll, I won't do a handshake with, like, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, 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 when you, it's hard sometimes if you think about, like, with handshakes because you go to a person that doesn't know you, maybe you're meeting someone new, maybe you're going yeah. to someone and you say, I, I don't, I'll say to them, I don't do a handshake. Um, and if I'm, why not? And and then like, there should be a new thing now because handshakes don't have. You can just say hi, hello, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Yeah, no, and um, still like it's still some people's like automatic thing to do is now is to just put out the hand and um everything else. But um, it's not something I'd actually do. Hmm? It depends on the type of person you are, I guess. I guess yeah, like I. I, I, I wouldn't either. It's one of those things that like, I used to do it. Like I, I when I, I was like a football um 
for pandemic, I do football coaching and stuff, and you, mm. of course, from football, you, you see I'm doing hand shakes, you see, yeah. like, like, the germs you see, I, I don't know, like, if you see, you watch the football like, on the telly, but if they win a trophy, they'll kiss it, and they'll kiss, like, they actually really kiss. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they kiss the trophy that everyone else has touched and kissed. <laughs> and it's crazy, like, um, that, 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 that is um, how a lot of germs can spread, but... Of course. Um, but, of course. It's crazy that, um, like, like, I don't think people should judge you if you don't want to have it. So um, if you don't like to do certain things, you shouldn't be made feel bad for it. No, not at all. Not at all. And, like, and if they do mind, then they're not really your person, you know, or they're not the type of people you want to probably be around anyway. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I... Like, I've had to readjust like make so many readjustments to like friends or that kind of thing you know when you get sick you realize and you learn a lot about people um I certainly have um I think a lot of people I've spoken to has as well you know um it's like when times get tough who's gonna stick around um so yeah as much as like I always say like having IBD or colitis like has been really bittersweet you know obviously none of us want it but what I personally have learned about myself has been incredible you know um it's amazing it's it really is amazing and I'm actually quite thankful for some of the things because I look after myself so much better now than before you know before like my life was just such a, a rush now I'm still always really busy and whatever priority now and that's just opened my eyes so much um like I started the gym in January like that's just completely flipped the switch for me like everything has kind of seemed to improve everything yeah and I'm always like harping on about it on my uh IVG page and stuff like that because I'd love to see other people because so many people message saying oh you know I'd love to get back into the gym and whatever um and I'm like when you feel good enough or feel that you can please do it because like there's so many benefits from it you know um so many benefits from it and obviously like I my coach has Crohn's disease so having someone like that then obviously makes everything that bit easier for yeah. you because they get it you know they understand but that, that must be a coincidence, though. Like, you find someone that's crowds. <laughs> well, there's actually, uh, there's quite a few of them online, actually. But I just think it's who you kind of click with or can relate more, you know. Um, But, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? But, like, he is, he is an IBD coach. Um, So, like, a lot, I think all of his clients at the moment have either Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis um so it's it's quite it's quite a really like it's it's already amazing being having an online community of everybody that can relate to each other but then having another one in regards to like the gym community is actually brilliant yeah 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 it is De definitely like yeah what, what is, I, I go for walk every day like um like i'm gonna walk today i i i i try to get ten thousand steps a day yeah and yeah I, I think it's it's really nice and refreshing when we do 100 it's so good for the head as well like you know we deal with so much medically appointments work just everyday life so it's really like i love just sticking on my headphones and just like i'm gone for the road like as much as i'm small like i can like i'm just zooming the roads but like or the gym or whatever so it's so so good in all aspects to be fair yeah it is like yeah i'll put earplugs on um go around um i try and do a route that, like a uh, bit like an hour or something but being yeah. a bit, bit longer um yeah. and then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 say to everyone in my, my family who I live with I say, how many steps you done today? And we see who's done more, the most steps. <laughs> when you have yours done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the other day I did, I think, 13,000 steps because I did a, a lot of walking. Um, And then, yeah, uh, it was funny because um, 
like um everyone was saying oh, oh, I need to do more steps now I need to catch up and, and everything mm -hmm. so um yeah the competition though isn't it and you feel good and you sleep better as well yeah like, oh, happy yeah. days yeah it's a win-win years ago I used to have the Fitbit I used to have the Fitbit um but now yeah. I just I just use the Apple Watch but it was really funny because there was like a family tournament like you could do yeah. these, like a yeah. to tournament these yeah. things and then you get you do your steps and then you'll you go above people we go above people all over the <laughs> weekends and days um yeah make you tired that well but um but the thing is with the Fitbit you just had to move your arm up and down and that counts as steps so people I reckon a lot of people were cheating really I reckon so like I got some members I said how you done that many like technically you're not a fast walker so how how, <laughs> how are you doing that so many more steps than me yeah oh my god yeah I won't try it because that'll be cheating and I'll be cheating myself right. but like I suppose it makes sense if you yeah yeah. yeah just it's like it, if they go to a dinghy or something where you can put a thing up and down just sit on just sit dangle up. the watch with a <laughs> weight on it like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, i actually did my i don't know if you saw my page but for Crohn's and Colitis Ireland in May, um, it was a 10,000 steps a day challenge for the month for World IBG Day. Um, I think they came in at like 350,000. So, but it was so good. I'm like, I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to keep it up. I did take a few days off, but I'm back on it now and it's so good. Um, yeah. But yeah, just little things like that kind of motivates me, you know? Yeah. It is, and like I've 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 been on the um Crohn's and Colitis walk once, um I think a year or two after I was diagnosed, like in London it was, um and I did enjoy it because like it's it's cool because like everyone was purple, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and I had I think I had my face painted purple as well, yeah, uh, excellent. Um, I would be sore for all that. I love anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I haven't done it for years, but it like it's it's great. Like last year, I did a um not not for Crohn's and colitis, but for something called rare diseases. I raised money. I did a skydive, so I, I did that. Did you? Yeah, I I, I I I would love to do that. How was yeah. that? It was great. Like I was very tired afterwards. Um, oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah. Like um, it's not like a roller coaster. It's, it's uh, a lot different. Um, like I was first out of the plane. Um, I was so I zoomed down. Like it's crazy. Like you know, you, you got to put everything in a certain position. So you like you, it's like you're sitting up. Um, and yeah, you, you you're looking up like that, and then all of a sudden you have to. You're there for a little bit. Um. It, it seems longer than it is actually when you're doing going straight down and then you're virtually stopped when the parachute's out it's like you're stopped in the air really um, and then you can kind of start enjoying it a little bit yeah like for me um i was uh i you could do flips and, and stuff in the air if you wanted but for me i i didn't i just did have a slow glide down um yeah so i wanted i, That's I, so cool. I wanted to see everything I didn't want to go down too fast. I want to yeah, be... take it all in because you're not going to do it every day, really. Yeah. It's not one of them things. Right. That's yeah. amazing. That is so cool. And like you, I would rather go first as well. Just throw me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was first. But the thing, I was first, but second from last on the on the ground. Ah, okay. Um, and then, like, my mum was down there saying, where is he? <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh God, the panic. Yeah, yeah, the panic. Where is he? Yeah. Why is he no, just so long? Because I said, I'll be first down. I'm first up, so I'll be first down. That, that's me thinking that. And then, no. <laughs> you were just taking in the views. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it, it was a great, great experience. And then That's amazing. I've actually signed up with um, Crohn's and Calatius Ireland for, it's an abseil of 100. Do you ever hear of Croke Park in Dublin? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it's to abseil off Croke Park. So it's one hundred and fifty feet. So I've signed up to do that in August. So like that, yeah. I'm petrified, but I'm excited. I yeah. love things like that. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you have to let me know how it goes. And it's, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'll share it all. Like. 
probably cray, but I just mean. Like, for me, these kind of things, your heart will beat very fast. Mm. Uh, depending on how scared you are, I guess. Like, if you're really nervous about it beforehand, like me. I didn't say I didn't tell anyone I was. I I just said oh, I'm I'm fine. Um, yeah. I'm I'm fine. Because th- 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 this was actually on the day before my birthday, um, wow. as well. It was like a birthday thing I wanted to do. Amazing. That's um, incredible. Because a couple of years before I did an indoor one, and then I, I wanted to do the real thing. Um, yeah. And they are very very different. Like the indoor one, it, it can be very claustrophobic, um, because you're in this dome, um as well um but yeah Yeah. um so what will happen when you do a skydive is you'll be very hungry um afterwards um you'll 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 want to eat something um it's it's really it's weird feeling um but you'll be very hungry and then for me um i was very tired i had to i I thought i needed sleep um i I said the adrenaline and the build-up just like zaps your energy yeah yeah Uh, Yeah. like because it's overwhelming and your body is not used to obviously doing stuff like that but like I find when I do the abseil now I laugh when I'm nervous so I laugh my way through it but like I'm petrified you know that kind of way but look it's all for a good cause so I'm Uh, up for it yeah if you start a just given page out you kind of you have to do it (laughs) you have to do it it's, to, like, yeah. it's out there now so i have to do it but like even people said that to me like you know would you don't just do like a practice run and i'm like no just throw me in the deep end i'll do it afterwards <laughs> yeah these kind of things cost a little bit of money as well so it's all mm-hmm. good to do the just given page because what i've done with it like like some money will go to the rare diseases and some money will actually pay for the skydive um, yeah 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 um from everyone's donations so it was it's very good experience they mm-hmm. that's like, amazing like so, so someone like a person who, who goes up there all the time i spoke to him beforehand i said um what's the best part of doing a skydive and he said surviving and then oh. <laughs> and i was like that's the beautiful well, part yeah yeah that is the best part to survive but um like you don't realize how high you up are like um it's crazy how high you are up um, i'd say crazy yeah. yeah until you're there and in that situation i'd say it's very hard to imagine um but yeah i that's on my bucket list i want to do one of those yeah. i love it i i want like what on my bucket list now is to do in wales there's one of the fastest zip lines um i oh. want to i'd like to do that um you're laying, I think, down as well. So you're laying down like, like, like that on it. And then the other one is, I would like to do a bungee jump. Um, yes. Yeah, I'd like to do that too, actually. Yeah. Um, it, 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 although it will be much shorter, um, I would like to do it. But I wouldn't like that to do that in England. I would like to do that somewhere else, like maybe a different country or something. Yeah, you'd always see them further afield, wouldn't you? Yeah, like... Yeah, it's it, I I would like to do that, but but yeah, I, I did get coupons, like discount coupons for the skydive I done. So, oh, <laughs> um, bad. yeah, um, so who knows? I might do that again one day, but not anytime soon. <laughs> not anytime soon, no. Like to be fair, it's probably a once in a lifetime thing, mm-hmm. but like if you do it more, I'd say it becomes an addiction. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy because you ask the people that actually do it, and they're doing it all the time. Oh, um, the um like yeah. they're they're going back up after I've done me. They're saying I'm going back up there to do another one. Um, and they, nice. I, I had to wait my appointment or what I'd probably got there like half ten in the morning, but it wasn't till a couple of hours after that because they, there had to be a really clear sky, so there can't mm. be lots of clouds up oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, um, I like it. It was it was very fun, and and it's quite funny actually because the camera person, if you have it recorded, um, will be up there. It's almost like there. Well, when you're still in the air, like you're you're gliding, um, it's almost like you're stopped, and they're taking pictures of you and everything, um, and then. Yeah. 
And then after my parachute is up, I say to the person, my um, tandem, I say, where is the camera person? And they said they're on the floor. So they, I think they have the harder job, the camera people, because they're up there. Uh, they have to be ahead of you in time. And then they're ah. down. And then they're down on the floor, ready for when you're going down. Ah, okay. I said those pictures are incredible, though, are they? Yeah, yeah. I, there was loads. There was loads of pictures uh, I'd done. Um, but you had to put your legs up, up high, up really high. Um, up above your waist so you don't break them um oh. and it's trying to remember all those things you're supposed to do like <laughs> yeah so what they tell you to do on the skydive um is so basically when you're in there that in the plane there's no seat belt you get attached to your tandem guy so the person who's doing the skydive with you mm. um and then basically you'll be in front so you'll be on the edge of the plane it's scary if you think about That's it scary. Yeah. yeah what if you do what i did you should be okay it, uh don't look down so you don't look don't words don't look down so that, that's what part of my family did wrong um <laughs> um because I, I i did like a family thing so um. they watching me so what i did was so basically you're let's say you're on the edge of the plane you're doing this um yeah. he's behind you but your your legs have to be between his legs okay um and then you mustn't pull the cord so that pulled you apart so what i did which if i did it again i'll do it a bit differently so i held on to my straps that i had but yeah when you're gliding you can put your hands like that but i didn't do that i had mine all that time because i was i was i was, I was, I was a bit you're petrified. just like clinging yeah. on whatever yeah. you can yeah. cling yeah. on to yeah 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 and <laughs> i didn't do that well i did do that but you don't you it, but you can put your legs out and things like that but yeah uh don't look down but when you are going you're you, you'll just look down anyway um of you will, yeah once you've gone but it's 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 more scary if you look down before you've even started yeah um you'll see you'll see the wing of the plane which your camera person will be on everything that's gonna freak you out like yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah, that is the most scariest bit, I'd say. Um, but and then you don't realise how fast you're going. You're going so fast, um, like you're going so fast down. Um, and it, it, it's almost like you're not going down. It's almost like you're going diagonally. It's almost yeah. like it's it's almost like you're going forward then going down. Yeah, um, um, and then yeah, that that it does do it for a lot of the lot most of the time. You are going down there, and then you glide um like Amazing. if you're confident if the if the, i think the tandem thinks you're confident they actually can ask you to pull it with them or pull okay. the power the parachute but i didn't do that i was more oh i i i, I even <laughs> said i even said when my parachute was on i said if my heart supposed to be beating this fast <laughs> <laughs> probably not <laughs> no probably not but uh yeah it's it's it is a good fun experience to do. Uh, that is that does sound incredible i will do it one day i know so, i will yeah like it's it's one of those things that we have to do <laughs> yeah why not yeah um but yeah it's 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 good to hear that you've uh you're doing okay with your alfred clothes yeah um, so far so good now um no complaints and yeah, I'm I'm just taking every day as it comes and hoping for the best, like everybody else, you know. And again, like I'm always, you know, my DMs are always open. I'm always trying to help and encourage where I can. And pe so many people have done that for me too, you know. Mm. And it just makes life a little bit easier when you're suffering. Yeah. Because these people get it. You know, we've all been there. We've all had a flare. We've all felt okay. We, you know, so it's it's nice to get just that little bit of encouragement from other people. So, okay. hence I guess why we all have our pages, you know. Um. So yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's it definitely it's mm -hmm. it's really amazing, like showing yeah. support to to different people. Um, but but yeah, that's why we create them in the first place, don't we? <laughs> 
absolutely yeah absolutely um and i followed so many before i even thought of making a page myself you know but it's a good way to log as well you know your own ups and downs and things like that and to share new information or you know like when i started rinvoc it's quite a new drug so when i shared about it like it's so many people messaging or you know it's it's always good to know and i'm always doing the same to others you know like what's that or i've not heard of that before or and it's good. Like we are like the professionals, I think, living with it, you know? Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people want to be a, like a nurse or a doctor mm-hmm. within within like Crohn's and yeah. 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 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Laura, before we go, is there anything like any I know you said we've said plenty of advice but is there any else any other advice that you want to say um Um, like for in terms of advice like I'd always be saying um advocate for yourself speak out ask all the questions you know if you don't feel comfortable going into a doctor and asking all these questions like bring somebody with you you know as a support mechanism or or like maybe reach out to someone online or you know like um keep in contact with the abd team as well keep yourself known why not you know as i said you've one body and unfortunately we're dealing with something that's a really horrible disease so if you can protect yourself as much as possible reach out you know um and yeah, just just look after yourself, I guess. And there's a huge community there of support and connections. Um, so yeah, I would just encourage to just engage with all of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's mainly it, really. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Laura. Um, is that uh, oh, that's really good advice. Um. If people want to really reach out to you, where can they? Where can they find you? So my IBD page is Laura. Oh my God, I should know this off by heart, but I'm going to just double check because you know the way sometimes you have to do these like <laughs> underscores and all the rest of yeah. it. But um, yeah, so my page is Laura uh, underscore IBD underscore and underscore me. So it's like Laura IBD and me, I guess, to make yeah. it simple. Um, But yeah, my DMs are always open. I've been through so many medications, so many different scenarios that... I'm sure I can help some way, you know, yeah. uh, or at least support. That's right. Or encourage. I'm always encouraging and pushing people, you know. Um. So yeah. That's a good way That's to be. And thanks so much for having me on. Honestly, it's um. I always love, love speaking about, sharing my journey, speaking about um everything I've been through because it it will help someone, you know. So yeah. many have helped me just by reading about it, you know. So. It's important. I'm always for spreading the awareness. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 great. It's it's, it's like a hobby, isn't it? So it is. Yeah, it is. It is like a hundred percent. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you have any other hobbies? Um, as well. Um, like like to do. <laughs> to be honest, um, like my hobby is now the gym. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm. One of these people that I would have never been before, you know, like I would have ran a mile from a gym before. I would never, I would never have been or thought I'd even go to a gym. Um, but that would be my biggest hobby, to be honest, now at the moment, you know. Um, like I work, I have two kids, so things get pretty busy for me anyway. Um but yeah that would be it i love going out love traveling i've traveled a lot i'm traveling again on monday so all right we have an ibd meetup in manchester actually if you're around you should pop up on the first big group meeting in manchester um very informal but like it's it's good to connect and and meet up you know yeah yeah well, it, it 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 is good to to meet actually people in person, isn't it? Yeah, it is because everybody understands, and like there's so many of us have said, "Oh my God, I've not met another person that has had IBD in person," you know, um, and we were laughing, going, "Oh my God, like how how are we going to get a restaurant where we can all eat and nobody's tummies will be upset?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, 
So it, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that would be good to do, like meet up more, like uh, with people, like if I have, if I have yeah. the same, same like conditions. Like these well. people become your friends, you know. Like you connect with, you interact with them sometimes maybe even more than your own friends so it's it's really really nice yeah really nice yeah um we'll have to well we'll, we'll definitely meet someday like um yeah. definitely um definitely, yeah yeah it'll um, cool. be awesome mm. um, um but thank you laura i i've i've I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, no, really, really good chat. My dog has just come in to probably yeah. tell me my dinner is ready. Um, no, that's amazing. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you reached out. I, I love sharing awareness. So it was my pleasure. Definitely. Well, f- thanks, Laura. Um, thanks to anyone watching and listening today. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as us. Um, but I'll see you in the next episode. Uh, but it's been really fun talking to Laura today um yeah and hopefully with fingers crossed we'll be all right let's say for the rest of the year hopefully with our IBD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's all we can do is hope <laughs>